What kind of fun are you looking for when you travel? I've discovered that tapping into the traditions of other countries is a surefire way to expand your entertainment vocabulary and enjoy the differences you find in the rest of the world. Anastasia Gaitanou is a tour guide from Thessaloniki who specializes in Greek history. She joins us now to help us visitors connect with the culture of today's Greece. Anastasia, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. You're a tour guide, and you make your living by helping Americans and other travelers understand Greece. Mm-hmm. What is the best way for Americans to really appreciate and connect with Greek, not history and art, but Greek culture? The best thing is, first of all, not to be afraid to try things out, experiment, go to the sites, definitely go to whatever is famous and everybody goes to, because there are reasons why they do that. But after that, try to go where locals go, try to get a bit off the beaten track, go to little alleys and, and little streets, go into little shops. Don't be afraid to try things of which you have never heard the name or haven't seen the shape, because people eat it and there is a reason for that as well. And don't be afraid to stay out late. Greeks stay out late and you'll see that the promenade, I come from a city which is at the sea, the promenade will be full after 10 o'clock in the night. It will be full till 2. I think that's very good advice. Of course, when we go to Athens, Mm -hmm. uh, everything is cool and relaxed late Mm -hmm. in the evening and people are out, young and old, and there's a beautiful light, it's comfortable, it's not so hot. You know, Anastasia, a lot of travelers, they'll go to Delphi or they'll go to Olympia. Mm -hmm. And these are great ancient sites. And they stay there because there's a little town nearby and it's quite a touristy town. But let's say you're staying in Delphi or you're staying in Olympia. What is a way, after most of the tourists are back at their hotel, that you could be out and experiencing Greek culture? Well, what you can do is, again, the same thing. I mean, you can tell what is very tourist and what's not. And you can look into the shops and see where mostly locals mm-hmm. are sitting. Go there. So it's okay for that. if the locals are sitting there, it's okay to go in? Into if a the taverna? locals are sitting there, there, there is definitely where you have to go in. And besides, we're really friendly people. So is I go into a little place. It's a place where the men are playing backgammon and they're drinking... Uh, backgammon is a national sport. And what would they be drinking? Oh, Tea depends on the time alcohol. of the day. They would either be drinking coffee, uh-huh. and that would be either Greek or Turkish coffee. It's the same thing, but it's better to call it Greek in Greece. When you never Greece. know. Okay, good yeah. advice. And that's the coffee with a sediment. Mm-hmm. And if you're lucky, then you'll get somebody who will also tell you your fortune and your future if after you have drunk the coffee you will turn the cap upside down and wait a bit till all the sediment drips down and then you can really have some very intense and very hilarious moments. Now there's a perfect example. You've got a taverna, it's it's a lot of uh, local people, no tourists. You could go in there, play a game of backgammon, have a cup of coffee, you've made some friends and Mm -hmm. then you'll eventually have somebody turning your coffee cup upside down and and reading the coffee grounds. Mm -hmm. And then you have quite a good memory. Oh, yes, you do. (laughs) And most probably they will invite you. The only thing you have to do is just step in and say hello. Usually we're very happy when we see somebody who's not from the area. Because in a small town, it's the same people every night. It's the same people. And this is something different. So a tourist can think that they're a blessing because they're bringing in some variety to the conversation. Mm -hmm. We're people who like to bring our culture over. So we we want you to know who we are and what we are and why we do what we do so that you can understand it better. Because I think traveling is, apart from everything else, it has to do with understanding. If you can't understand the culture and the country you're in, then you miss most of it. 
This is Travel with Rick Steves. As we do every week for an hour, we're learning about other cultures. Right now, we're joined by Anastasia Gaitanu, a Greek guide talking about Greek culture and how we travelers can connect with it. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. Marna's calling in from Scottsdale in Arizona. Hi, Marna. Hi, Rick and Anastasia. I wanted to tell you of a cruise we took this past spring, and we were in Athens, and we've been to Athens before, so our focus this time was on food, and of course, that's such a big part of experiencing the culture. So we did the Athens Food Tour, which is a walking tour in downtown Athens, and so we got into the markets, the meat market, produce, um, a grocery store, which the owner treated us with so many aspects of what he had in his store, the olive oils. Maybe the best was the spoon fruit, which is a very, very sweet topping, kind of like a jelly, but used mostly on ice creams and cakes. These are teaspoon sweets, is how we call them, and that is either fruit or vegetable cut in smaller pieces, and we boil it in water with sugar. It becomes very, very sweet, and we call it the teaspoon sweet because it's so sweet that you can't eat more than a teaspoon, which is actually not true, and (laughs) I'm speaking of personal experience. You can eat more, and usually we eat it with yogurt, or as it is, or with vanilla ice cream. Try it next time. It's really good. Now, Marna, that's an example of something I've never heard of, and you learned about that because you took a food tour. This is a local, a little business with a tour guide. You pay how much money, and then you spend the evening looking at a lot of places, or what? That's right. We pre-booked it online, and we met up with 15 different people, very international. Our guide was fantastic, and we started with street bread and then walked to the grocery, walked into a taverna, another uh, small grocery store that welcomed us with water, which I understand is very traditional, And then we had, of course, the yummy donuts. We had about nine stops, and the walking was not strenuous, but you walked a good bit. I believe it cost about $55 a person, well worth it with the 18 different food samples we had. And you could actually factor in the value of a meal out of that, I suppose. Oh, more than a meal. So let's say you're going to spend 30 bucks for a meal anyways. For $55, you get a meal in a mobile meal in nine different stops with a guide that explains you all the cultural insights. And this is a popular new kind of activity all over Europe, and I've done them in several cities in the last year. And i got to say, I'm really excited about these food tours. Marna, thanks so much for your call, and uh, next time I'm in Athens, I think I'll try a food tour. Well, we really always appreciate your help. Uh, Happy travels. Thank you. Marjorie's calling in from East Windsor in New Jersey. Marjorie, thanks for your call. Well, thank you for taking the call. I really appreciate it, Rick. And actually, my husband's also on the other line. He may help me out here. All right. But last year, in May, we went to Athens and Santorini and Naxos, and we had a fabulous time. Loved the food. Loved everything, really. But I will say I think Naxos was just fabulous. Has great now, we food. liked it so much. We want to go back Again, but we're debating about um, the time of year because we're thinking about April, which is their Easter and also my birthday. And I'm wondering, um, I think it's just going to be shut down, or what should we do about it? Do you think it would be fun to go then, or do you think it would be better? Last year we went just after Easter, mm. so we didn't experience that. So the springtime is a nice time to be traveling in Greece, and the question is, Easter is a very big deal in Greece, even bigger than Christmas. It's not always on the same day as our Easter, so remember the Greek Easter might be a week or even more different. So, Anastasia, what is the pros and the cons of traveling uh, during Easter in Greece? Well, 
you do get the chance of looking at the inside of things and participate at festivals with the Greeks. You know that we have these special dishes that we eat, mainly lamb and a tri goat. It's better. Goat. It's just amazing. And of course, it's always escorted with a lot of wine and there is a lot of music and dancing and that will be in most of the places also out in the street. And then the day after that, a bit, but most probably everybody will be completely exhausted and still drunk and hangover, you know, on Monday. So Sunday is the main celebration day. Drunk and hungover after your Easter celebration <laughs> in good Greek style. But, uh, the only thing you have to be a bit careful of is the days you will decide to travel, because if it's very close to Easter, then maybe the timetables will change, most probably. Oh, so just okay. ma- make sure that mm. it is the same time that you have booked, and streets will be full of Greeks going back to their villages, um, hometowns, so traffic jam, definitely. Mm-hmm. Marjorie, you were in Greece recently, and a lot of people are reluctant to go to Greece because of the news about the economic struggles they're having. Of course, they're having difficult times for the workers in Greece, but as a tourist, what was the impact of the economic problem for you? Actually, I was really happy to be there because they really need and count on tourism. So there were no negative impacts that I felt, and the people really appreciated and were grateful, especially in Athens. I mean, some older gentleman, he couldn't speak English, but we were still able to communicate, and we explained that, yes, I think a lot of Americans go into Athens and then immediately leave for the islands. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, we wanted to see Athens. We were staying there. And he was so happy, and he started to try and give us gifts like he had candy in his pocket. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it was very sweet. It's so interesting to me that people who let the news, hysterical commercial news, shape their travel plans, they end up missing things. And the oh, irony so. is the world is happening all around us, and it's safe, right, and it's friendly, and there's bad things here. And I'm so glad to hear that you were there recently, you received a warm welcome, and you felt oh, safe. Oh, yes. The experience was so great that we do want to go back, and we did run into things. There were some demonstrations, but, you know, it wasn't violent, and it was no big deal to us. Very good. Marjorie, so thanks so much. Thanks for Can your Can I ask your one more report. question? Sure. I'm really interested in taking uh, cooking classes there. In Athens or Crete, I think, is how you pronounce it, Kania, is that where I should be looking at? Um, I don't Hania? know. Oh, Hania, Hania, you mean Hania, yeah. Hania. <laughs> yeah. Crete. Well, if, if you take a cooking so class, a definitely so Crete. In Crete, there's a That's, town, the main town is Hania, C-H-A-N-I-A. It's C-H-A-N-I-A, right? but it's not the main town. It's right. a, a beautiful, picturesque little town uh-huh. on the north coast, but west we are thinking about staying there, and you would recommend us some cooking classes there? Oh, yeah, definitely. Crete okay. or, or Rathimno, whatever you like. These are the two little oh, yeah. towns that are quite close to each other. Okay, yeah. cooking on Crete. I didn't know that's a good mm-hmm. thing to do when you go to oh, Crete. Oh, yeah, definitely. There you go, Marjorie. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have fun. Anastasia Gaetanu, thank you very much. And how do you say bon appetit in Greek? Kali orexi. Kali orexi. Efesto. Parakalo. Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks. Europe Through the Back Door teaches the skills of smart travel. Travel as a political act adds meaning to the journey. And Rick Steves' best-selling country, city, and pocket guidebooks cover every corner of Europe. To learn more, visit the Travel Store at ricksteves.com.